taking a lot of classes with her and, and through a lot of, you know, discussion also, discussion that I had with my sister, that kind of really pushed the work in a direction that ended up, you know, focusing, you know, the, the idea of twins, you know, in the sense of like literally photographing the two of us. Because even when I, you know, when I started taking photo classes, I was still dealing with this idea of twinhood, but I was still exploring it in a way that maybe wasn't as, as obvious. Welcome to the Studio Break Podcast. I'm your host, David Linaway. For today's episode 123, we have Lynn Vandervliet joining us. She is one of our BFA competition winners from 2014. Richard Holland selected her work amongst many others. So again, it's great to finally have her on. And we're going to talk all about her work, which explores the idea of twins, identity through photography and performance so please stay tuned for that interview we want to remind you if you're new to studio break we're a podcast and website we feature a variety of different artists they come on i interview them and they talk all about their development and all the research they do and how it figures into their studio practice so please check them all out again you can easily access old interviews through the archive feature and go month by month you can go to the itunes store through that handy link subscribe to the podcast and catch up on all the great ones that you might have missed again there's over 120 now so go ahead and peruse once again each of those posts have images of the artist's work links to their websites and these lengthy interviews so please check them out and of course let people know about them we do have a facebook page so please check it out if you'd like you can follow us on twitter at studio break and you can also follow our tumblr account that studio-break.tumblr so please go ahead and do that and without further ado lynn is coming up so stay tuned Welcome to Studio Break. I'm really happy to be joined this morning by Lynn Vandervliet. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hi. It's great to have you on. Once again, you were one of our three BFA winners selected by Richard Holland for this last year's 2014 competition. So congratulations again. He's really impressed with the work, so we're happy to have you on. Thank you, David. I'm really excited to be on. Well, before we get started talking about the work, why don't we just start a little bit about yourself? So where are you from and where do you currently reside? And, you know, we can talk about the in-betweens uh, as we go forward. So I grew up in New Jersey. Um, I grew up in the suburbs of northern New Jersey, about an hour outside of New York. And I, you know, I pretty much spent my whole life there. We didn't really move around or anything like that. Um, you know, it was kind of a sort of stationary stationary environment in that sense. And was art something that you became involved with at a young age? Did you do a lot of arts and crafts, drawing? Did you have any experience? I know that, you know, it tends to vary quite a bit for, you know, every single artist that I seem to talk to. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting question. I, you know, when I grew up, you know, art was always a part of my life in that um, I was really always very interested in drawing. Um, and, and that always played this huge role, you know, throughout my childhood and stuff. My my sister and I used to always, like, be sort of creating and imagining, um, like, sort of like these, like, fictional worlds and all these characters and stuff. And we were, like, constantly drawing and things like that. But, um, you know, I, my, I guess my relationship to that sort of changed as I, as I got older. And I kind of got away from that a little bit. But, you know, art was always a part of my life, you know, in that sort of sense, from a sort of more of a drawing sense. But, you know, that really, really changed, I guess, as I got older. Yeah. 
Well, and obviously we'll be talking about the work that you submitted, but I, I'm really interested in exploring this idea, this relationship. Again, you know, many of us have brothers and sisters and maybe kind of grow up in, um, I guess, a light where we're kind of comparing ourselves to each other. But, you know, as an identical twin growing up um, with someone that you're really close with and, you know, always kind of comparing yourself to, I mean, was that stuff that you were aware of at an early age? I mean, that relationship, that dynamic? Yeah, I mean, it always kind of, I think, lent itself to um, this sort of maybe a competitive nature between us. Um, and, and in regards, I guess, to a lot of a lot of different things, you know, I, I don't think, you know, my sister and I were very competitive people, but there was always a little bit of, of tension between us, um, you know, between, you know, who was better at this versus who was better at that. And it would always, I mean, we got into, we used to get into so many arguments over just like really petty things just because we were always, you know, constantly um concerned over kind of silly things <laughs> but is there something noticeable in terms of the way like you have like in terms of expectations do people i mean did you notice things like that as a, at a young age the way that people kind of interacted with you and your sister yeah you know I, I it's kind of hard to say i guess i mean um you know i think as a as a very young kid i think i didn't pay attention to a lot of that um and to me it just i guess seemed you know I guess the way I think I became a lot more aware of, you know, the expectations I think that people had um, in regards to, you know, us being twins as I got older. I think when I was younger, I, you know, I tended to be very unaware of those sorts of things and how, you know, um, people tend to approach twins. So did you both kind of like take, I don't know, art classes or anything else like that outside of, you know, just the regular kind of drawing and, and, you know, the kind of. I don't know. It seems like a nice imaginative kind of state or like a, a, at least someone to kind of be able to bounce ideas off of and stuff like that. Throughout my whole life, I mean, I was pretty much like always taking like, you know, drawing type classes. I mean, the high school that I went to, their, their art program was more was was more, I guess, traditionally, traditionally based. Um, so, I mean, pretty much the mm-hmm. only experiences that I had with art classes were pretty much in a, in a drawing sense. Um, we had really sort of a small um, art department and things like that. And I, we pretty much were in a lot of classes together, art classes, um, in, you know, in middle school and in high school, we did the whole AP thing, which was just terrible. Um, (laughs) and yeah, I mean, it was, (laughs) and it was really interesting because, you know, towards those, like, you know, our last couple of years of high school, we were actually in a lot of the same classes. Um, and that I think started to kind of breed a very strange dynamic because being in a very small class and, you know, we were, we were in the same art classes and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, there was definitely this sort of exchange of ideas between us. And um, sometimes, you know, she would be influenced by something and I would be influenced by the same thing. And we would sometimes, you know, be, I guess, competing Mm -hmm. for, you know, um, certain ideas or would be, I guess, concerned over whether or not certain things would seem original because we were inspired by similar stuff. And, yeah, that that was always a problem. Mm -hmm. In terms of just like Mm -hmm. what you're interested in exploring, what what kind of things did you did you like to to draw at the time? Um, you know, it's funny. Um, when I was when I was younger, um, I mean, it's funny because I, I really got away from drawing as I got older. But when I was younger, that was really the only relationship, I guess, that I had to art. That was really all that I that I knew of as art, I guess, at the time. Um, and so most mm-hmm. of the time, I was. I mean, I had it in my head for a very long time, like in middle school and stuff, um, that I that I wanted to be like a cartoonist or an animator. So. A lot of times, you know, actually, this was sort of a thing that went on between my sister and me, where we would like create all of these characters and stuff, as I mentioned before. Um, and so a lot of times we were just drawing like 
people, like just these fictional characters that we would create and stuff like that. Um, and, and I guess that had sort of a separate relationship, you know, between, you know, the art that I was doing like in school and the stuff that I would do in my free time. But yeah. So I'm curious, did you have any photography classes at all when you were in high school or is that something also that? Absolutely not. No, we had no um, photography, anything in my high school. Yeah, that was kind of different for me. I think, you know, when I started college, um, I really didn't have the intention of, of, of studying art. So that, that interest, I guess, in photography kind of came a little bit later when I decided that I wanted to go back to it, to go back to art. And I realized I didn't want to have anything to do with drawing. Sure. And so I, yeah, I found something else to latch on to. Looking back, are there other things that maybe influenced you at the time or things that you were interested in? Or And I think, you know, definitely the experiences that I had, I think, you know, in, in high school and middle school impacted a lot of the work, certainly a lot of the work, you know, that I that I made when I was in college, you know, discussing the relationship that I had with my sister and just, mm-hmm. I think, because I don't know, I guess it's sort of interesting in the sense that, you know, where where I grew up, I don't think aesthetically maybe had any influence on on the work itself, but the experiences that I had you know, definitely, I think, impacted how the work turned out. And Right, it, almost like a resource almost later, yeah, you know, like of yeah. experiences. It was like a pretty place to grow up in, but not really a very inspiring place. It had a very, um, I don't know, it was a sort of interesting neighborhood to grow up in with a sort of, I don't know, the, I guess, social dynamic, sort of this really impenetrably structured social dynamic that made it very challenging. Sure, sure. Well, and so so what did you wind up uh, deciding then for college? You said that you weren't an art major originally, or what What did you wind up choosing, and where did you wind up going? And Well, when I decided to go to college, um, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I kind of realized that I didn't want anything to do with art like I thought I would end up wanting to do, so I ended up deciding to go to liberal arts school. Um, I went to Rollins College in Florida, and I um, started off with the intention of wanting to major in biology. Mm-hmm. which, you know, was really, I, I don't regret it at all, but it, it ended up being really different from, from what I'd expected. And I think I realized that maybe I didn't um, love it as much as I'd hoped I would. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after spending a year doing that and pretty much spending a year away from doing pretty much any kind of art-related stuff, um, I realized, you know, that I had to figure out what I wanted to study. And, you know, I, I wanted to go back to something maybe familiar to me or something that I felt you know, that I was capable of doing. And so I, you know, decided almost, I guess, on a whim a little bit, maybe to go back to, you know, thinking about art again. Um, because I think in that time, you know, I built up, I think, a lot of, I guess, creative energy in that year that I'd taken off and figured that, you know, that could be productive in some way. And and so so did you have to wind up taking, you know, all the all the regular kind of core classes then, since you didn't, you know, come in with like a portfolio or anything like that in terms of like, I guess, opting out of classes or? You know, I mean, I guess because, you know, Rollins is a small school, liberal arts school, you know, I, I was okay in that sense. I was pretty much able to just, you know, after I'd not really been taking, I took one art class my freshman year, but pretty much after I was able to kind of get on track really easily. Um, and I just started off, you know, taking a lot of, I didn't, since I didn't really know what I wanted to jump into, I just pretty much spent my um, my sophomore year, which was, you know, the first year that I was really taking a lot more art classes, doing a lot more of like the gen eds and stuff like that and getting the easier courses out of the way and sort of figuring out, you know, what kind of 
things interested me or, you know, how I didn't really know how I would want to go about making work at the time. So I kind of used that first year to kind of get a sense of what I liked and didn't like. Well, and, and since you kind of had like a, a mm-hmm. experience up to that point with especially drawing, I mean, was it something where you had to take sculpture and ceramics and, you know, especially like work with materials and processes that you had kind of really no no experience with? I had to take a couple of drawing classes um, and I took one um, sculpture class, but it was more of like a woodworking class my freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I didn't really feel that much out of my element. Um, I didn't start taking like photography classes until my junior year. So pretty much the first year that I was, you know, studying art, I was doing a lot more of like the like drawing type classes and things like that. And by that point, I still, I guess, remembered how to do that stuff enough that, you know, it was okay. But when I, you know, by the time I was a senior, I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm so glad I got all this out of the way earlier because, you know, I, ended up I think you know later on it's you don't have the the patience I guess to be you know taking you know the more um I guess introductory level courses you know later on because it's Mm -hmm. well it's it seems like especially like when you have an idea of something that you want to do like you know being a cartoonist Mm -hmm. or you know like you think of drawing Mm -hmm. maybe a certain way and then you come to one of these classes it might you might kind of realize quickly like oh like they're not really focusing on this you know they might be focusing on technical approaches yeah. or you know kind of developing all these kind of tools i mean was that something that was you know exciting or something that was kind of like threw you off at all or um you know what back then i think you know later that kind of stuff became really exhausting to me but i think um you know when i first started off that was more that was probably more comforting to me in the beginning because that was what I was familiar with. And so I didn't mind having to do, you know, a lot of those technical things and to have to, you know, navigate through a lot of that. I was okay with it. But, you know, later on, I was just like, oh, I don't think I'd have the patience for this. I was, I got very used to, you know, by senior year doing my own thing and and being a lot more, um, um, I guess having that more open-ended approach where I had more freedom to focus on what I wanted to. And so, yeah, in the beginning, I, I liked it as, liked it more because that was it was comforting to me i don't know what was like the first i guess investigation that you can think of that was like whoa this is something a little bit different like on a different level you know yeah like you mean like the first kind of thing that really inspired me like or like a series or like you know something mm-hmm. where you're kind of like oh you know like i could maybe you know i had this idea of making work like this but now maybe you know mm-hmm. this could be more of what i'm interested in i don't know yeah. Um, well, I mean, for one thing, I didn't have any exposure to art history. Um, when I was in high school, we didn't have any art history classes. So that was really different for me to, you know, when I started taking art history classes in college, that was, I guess, um, a really interesting experience for me because I didn't have that before, you know, and I think as for, I guess, you know, how my work ended up developing, um, I, I think maybe in my sophomore year, pretty quickly, I think I sort of found out, you know, what, what interested me, um, conceptually. Um, I think pretty quickly, I think I ended up sort of getting interested in, in the idea of, you know, dealing with things that relate to identity and, you know, just being at the point that I was at in my life, I was making very different work, but in the beginning, I think just sort of honing in on that idea of, of twinhood and the relationship that I was having with my sister seemed like a very, um, I don't know, it sort of stood out to me as a thing that I could investigate, um, because it was something I hadn't really given much thought to before, yet it was definitely a thing that was really impacting my life. 
Sure, sure. And so is is that something that came came about like specifically with photography then? Actually, or... no. It didn't start off with photography. Um, it started off actually um, in a really different way, I would say. Um, I started making work relating to the idea of twins, um, I think, as I mentioned before, in, in my sophomore year of college. Um, and it took a really different form. It was probably in a more abstract sense, um, because, you know, I wasn't really familiar with photography at the time. So I was trying to explore the relationship that I had with my sister in a very, in a very different way. I was doing kind of like, um, sort of drawing based works. I remember I did one work, um, that was kind of like a self portrait type drawing thing. And then I did another where they were all, you know, to look at the work, you wouldn't necessarily know that I was, dealing with the subject of twins, um, it was a lot more abstract in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of getting at, I don't know, the sort of dueling frustration of whether or not, you know, I, I guess, you know, wanted to, um, you know, blame myself or to blame other people for just the, the, the difficulties, I guess, of, um, of being a twin and of trying to establish a, an identity in a sense. Um, but yeah, no, the work didn't take on a, a photographic form, um, until probably about a year later. Interesting. And, and I guess, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier in terms of just, you know, taking maybe high school art classes with your sister, but was <laughs> that something that she was doing the same thing as well then in terms of being in the same classes and. Yeah. Um, it's funny because we actually ended up taking pretty much every single studio class in college together. Yeah. Which was really strange. Um, and it, was something that Chelsea also started off, you know, as a biology major like me. And then we both switched around the same time. And so by the time we switched, I think we were a little bit, each of us hesitant to start something new. And so we decided to take like a lot of the lower level classes together. And then once our interests developed, we ended up um, taking also a lot of the um, same upper level classes because, you know, she ended up being interested in photography and I ended up being interested in photography and so we ended up taking, you know, um, film photography class together and a digital photo class together and a video art class together and stuff right. like that. And so it ended up staying that way because we ended up having, you know, sort of, I guess, a legitimate reason to want to take those classes together. But in the beginning, I was afraid to jump into a major by myself. Right. Well, and I'm curious, though. I mean, is that, are those conversations that you started having then at around the same time? I mean, if you're taking, you know similar similar courses or maybe kind of getting exposed to art history and you start thinking about this idea of mm-hmm. identity which you know in a weird way I can kind of relate to just because I I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago okay. you know which seem I don't know it sounds it sounds it's weird it's like this weird bonding thing like a I don't know like an unspoken thing in terms of maybe where you grew up and yeah. in terms of experiences you start thinking about like places that they don't seem like they're really anywhere mm-hmm. um and in retrospect you kind of wind up thinking so much about how they impacted you but yeah. were conversations like being had in terms of like you know you and your sister talking about some of these experiences you had kind of growing up you know I think as well there might have been um a little bit of tension too between us um you know, not maybe in regards to anything in particular, but I think, you know, I mean, we, the whole time we were in college, we, we shared a dorm together as well. So we were spending a lot of time, you know, between taking classes with one another and sharing a dorm together. We were spending a lot of time in each other's company. Um, and you know, we socialized with a lot of the same people. Um, so I think inevitably that, you know, lent to, you know, maybe a a slight tension between the two of us as well as just the fact that, you know, we were just spending a lot of time together. 
And I think that, you know, the idea of, of fixating on this idea of twinhood seemed very, um, it seemed like a very sort of a, something that was sort of readily available for me to want to investigate in that sense, because as I mentioned before, it wasn't really something that I, I thought about until I got older. Um, even though, you know, it had always impacted my life, it wasn't something that I really decided that I wanted to give a lot of thought until I was in college. Well, and, and so first you were kind of describing that you were almost kind of recognizing it through kind of like a abstraction or at least like mm-hmm. the, the, the way that you were working. Yeah. Did, it, did it slowly kind of become more representational or yeah. what was that process like? Um, you know, a little bit later after I'd, you know, taken a lot of those earlier um, earlier classes, I realized that, you know, I would have to kind of figure out what form that I would want my work to take, you know, by my senior year. And I, I knew that I didn't want to stick with drawing. I kind of maybe thought I would want to do like a mixed media type thing, but I wasn't really, wasn't really too sold on that. Um, so I kind of, you know, um, a, a friend of mine was always really interested in photography, a really good friend of mine was always interested in photography. And I guess just through, through sort of, you know, talking to her and talking to people that I knew kind of had like, I guess, sort of, similar interest in that I kind of just I don't know just built up a curiosity I guess with it just you know even if just in a I guess an aesthetic sense and and thought that that would be a kind of I don't know maybe a an interesting direction to take my work um you know and I uh, I guess kind of sort of built up built up that interest in that that way and figured you know well maybe if I'm not really interested in you know taking my work in a direction that you know is is more drawing based, you know, maybe photography is something that I could, could look into. Um, and I, I didn't really think that, you know, I would maybe be taking like literally photographs of my sister and I, but I thought that somehow I could use photography in some way, maybe to, to get at something or to be able to express something that maybe wasn't as easy for me to do, you know, through the drawing type work and through the stuff that I was doing before, you know? Well, and it seems like it's a a much a cleaner way to kind of access the idea of uh, just the idea aspect of it, you know, the, the content, you know, playing around with, um, you know, what you're saying as opposed to spending, you know, like you had kind of said earlier, you know, spending all this time, you know, really resolving this, you know, amazing rendered kind of drawing or something like that. So, and did you wind up taking both a traditional, you know, film-based photo and digital photo at around the same time? Your exploration of that, I mean, was that something that was interesting, kind of being able to explore these these two mediums and what they could do? Um, it was really funny. Um, I When I decided that I wanted to take a photo class, it was my junior year, um, and I signed up for a film photography class. And I actually, I had no idea what I was signing up for. I didn't really, I guess, realize that, you know, we had film photography classes at my school. And so I assumed that maybe it would be digital. I just didn't, you know, mm-hmm. think about that sort of thing. And so... You know, I kind of just jumped into it, um, not really knowing what to expect and ended up um, really enjoying it a lot. And then my next semester, I took um, a digital class and really uh, latched on to that. What was it about that medium then that you kind of recognized? You know, did you have like a success early on with it where you were like, oh, man, I could totally keep doing photo? Yeah, I don't know. I think just a lot of discussion, I think, led up to, you know, how I got to where I got um my uh, my my thesis advisor, who ended up being my thesis advisor, um, Don Rowe, who I know you interviewed here, right, right, before, yeah, um, ended up really being very influential in um, sort of helping, um, sort of the direction of my work, mm-hmm. um, and and I think you know 
taking a lot of classes with her and, and through a lot of, you know, discussion also discussion that I had with my sister that kind of really pushed the work in a direction that, um, ended up, you know, focusing, decided to focus more on, you know, the, the idea of twins, you know, in the sense of like literally photographing the two of us, because even when I, you know, when I started taking photo classes, I was still dealing with this idea of twinhood, but I was still exploring it in a way that maybe wasn't as, as obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, I was, um, I think, you know, taking, I was taking the sort of different photographs in that sense. I was doing like, I'm thinking, I did like a series of photographs that were like, I didn't use myself. I was just using my sister as like the, the, I guess, subject that I was photographing in. And I was like, sort of like interrupting her figure with different objects and stuff. And I was trying to get at this idea, you know, of, I guess, some of the frustrations and stuff that I experienced as a twin, but I wasn't really doing it in a way that if you looked at the photographs, you would know necessarily that I was talking about twins. Um, and it wasn't really until I started taking a digital class and it was that I started thinking to myself, cause it was, I first like started taking photos of like sort of complementary things that we owned similar, you know, clothing, clothing items and stuff that was very similar. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I was just like, why am I doing this? I could just be photographing, you know, the two of us and, and deal with, you know, the topic in a way that was made, that was more, you know, to look at the photographs, you would know that I was talking about twins. You know, I wasn't sure why I hadn't been doing that because, you know, I was dealing, I was working, you know, with photographic image and thought to myself that, you know, you know, with all the ideas that we have built up with photography, I might as well, you know, kind of explore that in a way that, you know, involves to, like actually photograph. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, like I think so much now, like everything's about photography, you know, in terms of, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know how to say that right, you know, like amateur <laughs> photography, just, well, just like, yeah. you know, like being like, everything seems like it's on vacation mode. So everybody's always snapping pictures. Yeah. And I think that's kind of one of the things that's also really interesting about it too. And, um, you know, just this idea of, um, I guess the way that we present ourselves, you know, for people mm-hmm. to see. Um, yeah. And certainly in this case, I mean, you're really kind of able to kind of play that up because you're you're both different people and people might kind of have this expectation that the, that you're the same or, you know, that they're going to treat yeah. you the same. So, yeah, yeah, there was definitely a lot of that sort of wound up in the work and a lot of that 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 really, I guess, was sort of the driving, um, you know, driving influence behind how a lot of the work ended up turning out and. And did you have, like, I guess, specific ways that you were kind of looking at, like, a series? Uh, again, I know that, you know, with the images that I've seen, there's there's some that have, you know, just kind of, um, um, like, diptychs um, without <laughs> words and then some with words. So, yeah, I mean, was it um, something conscious, like, when you're going to set this up, like, we are going to talk about this for this one or, or, like, the text come afterwards? Yeah, um, it kind of happened in, I guess, a sort of organic sense. I mean, like, the, the first photographic works that I started doing, you know, before the images, you know, that that, you, that you've seen um, were ones where I kind of had us like sort of switching places a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I did that in like a really sort of basic way. I mean, like I just kind of had us switching outfits and switching um, glasses and stuff like that. And and then later on, um, I sort of got into to doing, you know, these photographs where I would have like, you know, kind of similarly, like I would have us arranged in this sort of really like institutional type space and like cinder block you know backdrop and stuff and I would have like I would sort of like manipulate the photographs and have like two of my sister in one photograph or two of myself in one photograph or I would have 
like um these ones where i i would have like um chelsea dress up in like an outfit and then like i would dress up in the same outfit and then i would like um you know manipulate the images just having us wear the same outfit in the same photograph and stuff like that and doing a lot of those kinds of things there's something that i was just noticing especially like in the ones that that i'm looking at the ones that um you know i have seen like there's mm-hmm. also like a level of like even just visually just like um like in terms of what you're wearing like like something that's uh polka dotted or something that's kind of like a i don't know like a uh you know like a pattern kind of like sweater yeah um yeah but i mean it also kind of stands out to me how flat and and kind of almost artificial they wind up looking in some regards too yeah. you know just because yeah. of what they are so i mean there's something about that even visually that kind of keeps I don't know, pinging up that idea for me, that idea of like, in terms of just like kind of questioning, like what the nature of this relationship is, you know, or what, you know, that duality or, you know, what the differences are, what the similarities are. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one of the responses that I used to get from the photographs was that they, at least in the colored ones, almost looked as though they were like, you know, like when you see like an old photograph, that's like a black and white photograph. And then you see it like colored later on or like, I guess like retouched or whatever. They kind of look like that. They look like a lot of the colored images I was told they always looked as though they were like sort of artificially right, know, right. colored in that sense. Yeah, it, it it doesn't look natural. I think in that sense, like it looks as though like I always kind of think of it as like it looks as though like the um, the figures are like kind of adhered to to the wall or as though, you know, they which in a sense they were like sort of literally, you know, kind of cut and pasted onto the background right mm-hmm. yeah in a kind of stairway i was gonna say it's interesting too because there's also this level of interaction you know certainly like mm-hmm. in some of them you know it might be like hand gestures but there's actual physical space kind of separating yeah. you and then you know in some of the some of the other ones you know this idea of like kind of being conjoined or joined or you know what that i don't know it kind of has a, a striking kind of visual relationship too in terms of just the differences between the two yeah i mean i was just kind of like thinking a lot about um, sort of going back and forth between kind of exploring, you know, the the expectations that we have of twins in the sense that, like, you know, we we tend to think of, you know, especially identical twins as, you know, being sort of like conjoined at the hip or um, in in a way that's kind of intimidating. Like, there's sort of like an intimidation, I guess, factor in this way that I think we tend to think of twins in this way that's like, I don't know, um, like sort of like scheming or like like kind of like this sort of like villainous sort of like evil. Yeah, it's, kind of way, and yeah, I was sort of playing around with that a lot, and um, kind of trying to play up to that expectation, and having you know photographs where I'd have us you know like embracing one another, or having, and then in other photos having you know us just sort of side by side, you know, not any contact between each other. Was it something too where you kind of really investigated this this idea outside of you know just making work because. You know, when you when you just brought that up, I mean, it, occur, it occurs to me that the only time that you see twins are like in a movie where or, or like a television show where there's like one that's evil and then yeah. like they replace the good one or, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm curious about that. You know, like, I mean, like, where do we get these notions from or these ideas? You know, I mean, certainly we get like preconceptions about almost everything. But yeah, I mean, is that something that you kind of uh, had to research or kind of think about in, in different ways or explore in different ways as you're also making these photographs it was definitely something that i think i was aware of in a very um vague sense in the sort of sense that i especially felt it as this thing that um always to me seemed very particularly specific to female twins 
this sort of, you know, this sort of way that we tend to think of twins, even in the sense where we think of like, you know, like evil twins or things like that. I always felt like that sort of, when we tend to think of like twins, I feel like at least I always tend to think of like, like little girl twins with like dresses and things like that, I guess in a, in a sort of pop cultural sense. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, I think, to, to think of, you know, where that 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 stems from I mean I think as as a kid I mean growing up it was something that I always kind of um took for granted I didn't really question it to me it seemed you know you know why not you know why not have you know my sister and I dress alike um, as kids you know why not you know for other twins as well it was just something that I I guess growing up just thought why not this idea of um being different is also something that's kind of interesting because there's also so much i guess uniformity when you're growing up in terms of like people wanting to fit in and so i think i don't know that aspect of it is also really kind of interesting too because it's something that you know can really kind of be played up in in a way that maybe i don't know i i would hope that people would think about these things even you know certainly if they aren't a twin (laughs) being able to see these works and kind of think about this idea you know yeah and i mean it's, it's really interesting in the sense that you know at least a lot of friends and stuff that I grew up with, there was always this like sense of like twin envy in a sense. Like a lot of times, you know, when, you know, my sister and I will meet people a lot of times, one of the first things I'll say to us is, Oh, I wish I had a twin or, Oh, that must be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like that. And it's funny because I guess in some ways the reality of it, and I mean, it's, it is a lot of fun, but like, it's also very difficult in a sense too. like, you know, growing up, it was always difficult, you know, to make friends and things like that, because, you know, spending so much time together and relying so closely on one another, it kind of, um, I guess, creates this sort of sense of maybe inaccessibility, because, you know, I think people are afraid to approach twins, because it's kind of like, you know, how can you fit in, you know, where there's already existing this very close relationship, so that you know, was always something that I always thought was very interesting, how a lot of people always wish that they, you know, would have that. But then, you know, in reality, it made it very, you know, difficult, you know, to, you know, make friends and things like that growing up, because we always spent so much time, you know, in each other's company. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know if it's so envious. <laughs> well, it, it, and I'm curious, too. So, I mean, is this something that you're also like, I mean, obviously, we, we had already kind of talked about you you graduated in May, so you've been, you've kind of, you know, wrapped that experience, um, and you're living in New Jersey again. Yeah, I'm living in Jersey City. Okay, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious then. So how does that, how does that process kind of continue into, into something else? I mean, um, is it something where you can kind of keep pursuing, certainly photography, but I would think that also, I don't know, like there's such a performative aspect to this that I could think, you know, that could be a possibility in terms of exploring or you know, um, you know, other, I don't know, installation based or video based kind of works, or is that something that you're, you're interested in? Or is it something like right now you're trying to find a balance with, um, you know, life and, and, you know, being creative at the same time. And I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, right now I'm still sort of trying to, um, figure out, I guess, the role that I want art play art making to, to play in my life. Um, and I, I, I do definitely want to, to get back into the swing of, of doing things you know, regularly the way that I was was doing them before. I guess, like, you know, in relation to the work that I just made, there's a lot of things that I feel like were sort of unfinished with it. You know, it's not something that I feel like, you know, once I finished making the body of work, um, that sort of everything is said and done and I can kind of, you know, wash my hands clean of it and, you know, move on. But, yeah, I mean, I still sort of feel, I guess, kind of tied to some of those ideas and there's still certain things that I'm, you know, interested in exploring in relation to that. 
you know, whether it's specifically, I guess, through twins in, in a sense, you know, that I did before or what. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's also just interesting because it's such a different time to be to be away from. I, I don't know. That environment is is really yeah. important, you know, after school because you're kind of left to these experiences. So I'd imagine that all of these experiences that you wind up having, um, you know, regardless of what they are, they're good. I mean, I think they're going to find a way in, especially if you're you're open to kind of experiencing them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely, I think, a lot of things, you know, that I have found myself having to 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 grapple with in the in the postgraduate life that I didn't really, you know, have to deal with, you know, when I was in college. And a lot of that, you know, makes me think a lot about, you know, the work that I just made and how that how that's, you know, impacting my life, um, which I guess is, is kind of interesting. I mean, there's a lot of things that I feel like I've had a lot of challenges and things like that, that I feel like I've had to overcome. And a lot of things I think that are sort of inherently um, rooted in, in this sort of twin relationship that I was exploring in my work. So it's always interesting to see how that kind of sort of continues to come up in my life mm-hmm. because it just yeah it never seems to be over um and, and i think that that's kind of one thing that's kind of interesting also then in terms of just having photography as, as a medium too because i mean even if you're not maybe um editing or kind of manipulating the images as much you can certainly you know take images constantly yeah i mean it's interesting too you know i you know i, I never really i guess have considered considered myself a photographer mm-hmm. in the specific sense i think just because of you know how how the sort of short period of time that I've been working with the, uh, the media, although I know if I definitely want to continue, if I definitely continue making work, I, I really am interested in making more photographic work, you know, and I, I also too like combining that with, you know, like the texts and stuff that I had, you know, and the work. So yeah, I kind of like doing that sort of thing. Well, And so I guess at this point then, I mean, um, you know, you're, you're done on all that. Are, are you, are you just kind of waiting to see if, if you're interested in kind of enough to kind of go and, and kind of pursue a, a master's degree or are you going to, I don't know, what's, what, what are the plans right now? I mean, it seems like yeah. such a distinct time. Um, you know, a lot of, I mean, right now it's, it's mainly an issue of, I guess, resources. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I still have my camera and stuff, um, but I don't have access to a lot of the same things that I had when I was in school. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work on that actually. I'm sort of in the process of working on, you know, how I'm going to sort of resume get back to resuming those habits you know I've sort of in the meantime kind of just been doing a lot of um like writing in my spare time and I kind of do that as a way of sort of I guess trying to stay creative in a sense and to try and um I guess get at ideas and things like that that I'm still interested in um but you know as for for graduate school you know that's something that's really open-ended for me right now I'm not you know entirely certain if that's something that I that I want to pursue um you know right now I feel very uh not that I I don't know it's it's very interesting you know I I miss being a student but at the same time I don't know if I'm ready to go back to it yet sure sure so yeah it's it's yeah it's really it's it's very different you know not being in school for like the first time in my life ever <laughs> no I mean I th- like I said before that's why it's so exciting you know so it's just a lot to soak up, so I, I hope that you uh, you find ways to do that for sure, you know? <laughs> I hope so, too. Oh, yeah, right. It's it's a bit long and a little complicated, so we'll just post that in this interview. So otherwise, people can go check out your blog at linkvan.tumblr. Um, otherwise, again, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's really interesting to see you know, where you've gone so far and, of course, where you're going to be going uh, in the future. So thanks once Yeah, thank you.
Thanks once again to Lynn for joining us, and please go check out her work. Again, there's a link right there in this very post, so go do it right now. Or you can follow her Tumblr account, that's linkvan.tumblr, so please go and check her work out. You can go check out my work at davidlinaway.com. Again, there's a link right on Studio Break, so go check it out. Most of my work deals with architecture and landscape, and there's some new paintings there all the time, so go check it out. Reminder, once again, to please go and peruse all the interviews on Studio Break. Again, there's over 120, and they all have images of the artist's work, links to their websites, and these lengthy interviews that discuss studio practice, their development, and we hope that you go check them out. Again, you can easily access the old ones through the archive feature, or you can go link to the iTunes store, subscribe to the podcast, and of course, if you enjoy it, please leave us some comments there. It just helps other podcast listeners in the world find new ones to listen to. So your feedback could help bring someone to someone's art. So please help us out. We do have a Facebook page where we provide updates from some of the guests that we've had on, show announcements and new interviews, things like that. So please like it and contribute if you'd like. You can also contribute by following us on Twitter. That's at Studio Break. Again, we always love getting tweets of cool art and all sorts of stuff like that. So please say hello on Twitter. And, of course, you can follow our Tumblr account. That's studio-break.tumblr. So you can follow us all three places if you'd like, whatever floats your boat. So please do that. Last couple of reminders, again, Skylar Mail is our musical contributor, so we thank him once again for providing the music to Studio Break. You can find out more of his work at SkylarMail.com. Once again, he is a multimedia artist, a painter, performer, so go check out his work. I'd also check out some of the recent shows that we highlighted. Again, we had Demo Project on, so please check out their show, which runs, I think, for another week or so. You can check out Walter Robinson, which just opened up at Illinois State University Galleries. Again, their new wonderful space. Again, a show curated by Barry Blenderman, and it's just a great facility, so go check that out. It runs into December. And also the massive abstraction show from Chicago that... Alexander Herzog is put together. It's called Rocket Run, and it is at Wesleyan University in Lincoln, Nebraska. Again, really big show. 62 abstract painters from Chicago. Really cool stuff, so please check that out if you're in Nebraska. All right, that's all the show that we have this week. We really appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you real soon.